dun, 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 dun. Welcome to the Healthy Conscience Podcast, where a healthy conscience helps you be health conscious. My name is Lynn Lee, and I'm a registered dietitian. My name is Vince, and I am a registered husband. <laughs> okay, that was it. I mean, that is a thing. Is it a thing? You are. Yeah, I have a license to it. All right, then. <laughs> Fine. Is it a license or a certificate? A licensed certificate. All right, for sure. Anyways, a little bit chit chat on what's been going on with the COVID-19 quarantine. Mm -hmm. Just checking in. How's it been? Uh, so far, it's been um, pretty lonely. Uh, <laughs> you know, you don't, you can't hang out with any friends. You're just sitting there in the house or in your backyard by yourself. Yes. <laughs> but fortunately, I have my wife. That is awesome. I try my best to keep a good mood when I get home from work. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think right now is kind of a high stress time for a lot of people. A lot of people are, you know, you see what's on the media, you see what's on the news and all of a sudden it just starts getting to people. And I think it's like even more so like high stress and high strung within our hospital system because we get daily updates mm -hmm. from the hospital of like, People we have that are testing positive are currently in-house, how many people we suspect. And so it's kind of like every single day we're getting these emails. And at the beginning, these emails were super scary because it was like changes every single day. Like today, you're not allowed to wear any mask because we're almost out. And so it's like for weeks, I wasn't wearing any kind of protective gear walking around the hospital. And then... After that, it's like, oh, we got a donation. Um, now this, now we could wear masks. Oh, really? Yeah. And then out of nowhere, it was like, okay, wear it, but limited. And then it was like, now it's like you are required to wear it on the on the floors of patients. And then now it's like wear it all over the hospital. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm just gonna leave it on all day. I have no idea. But we're only limited to wearing one a day, so gotta keep it clean. <laughs> That's probably good. With that, it just brings a lot of stress. So when someone's like not wearing a mask or something like that, I do notice that other people will be like, like kind of like underneath their breath and be like, where your mask at? Or, or something like that. They say that at the hospital? Yeah. Like maybe not <laughs> where like your that. Mask at? <laughs> That's my alternative voice. But uh, I've heard it. I've seen it. I've seen like judgmental look because sometimes... I come into the hospital, I just get in, I don't get a mask right away. I get to my office and then I get a mask. Um, and so people will kind of like look at me or super dodge me. For not wearing a mask? For not wearing a mask, for just working in the hospital. I don't know. But I mean, I try my best to wear a mask and I try my best to walk like as close to the wall as possible uh -huh. in the hallways so that I'm away from people as much as I can. But it's still interesting. I mean, I, I notice even in like just the neighborhood, like when we go on like a walk or something, you go anywhere and someone's like trying to avoid you. You walk this way and they're like, oh, nope, going this way. Oh, crossing the street. That's then, us. <laughs> I know. Well, yeah, we do that. But. I mean, I guess at the beginning people were doing that with like people would see us and then they would turn and walk away and stuff like that. But I was like at the beginning, well, now still I was like questioning like, is it because I'm Asian? Is that is that why they're avoiding me? Is that why they're dodging me? I'd smile at people and like, you know, common courtesy. People walk mm. by, you smile at them, you say hi. And they would just like, ooh, look straight, look down, look away and walk super fast. And I'm like, is it because I'm Asian? What is this? 
they're scared of us. I, I partially, <laughs> I think they are. But it, it was, it was pretty like interesting. Like you say hi to someone and like they're looking up and instantly their head just goes down and they're like, they like, like literally they, make no eye contact. Yeah. It's like, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. Which I think part of it is just like the stress of knowing you're supposed to be six feet away from someone. So mm-hmm. they see someone and they're just kind of like, don't look at me. Don't look at me. Don't talk, don't talk to me. Maybe germs come out of your mouth when you talk or something. Maybe. I'm, And I'm curious, like, if that is the social distancing or what it is. Like, right now, it it's kind of hard to not realize that we are Asian and Asian Americans are just Asians in general, not just Asian Americans. Asians across the world are getting targeted because of our ethnic background, because of the way we look and we're getting attacked. Yeah. And um, it does make me like question, like, are they avoiding me because of the social distancing rules or because I'm Asian? It's probably, it's probably a combination of both. I mean, you can't speak for everybody, but yeah, I mean, I, I feel like just in people's minds, they're like, this virus came from China. All these Asian people look are Chinese. Alike. They're all Chinese. <laughs> It's kind of like that. Are you Chinese or Japanese? I'm Laotian. <laughs> so are you Chinese or Japanese? I'm Laotian. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it, it. I think it just. It's a combination of like ignorance and fear, and that ignorance is a and fear, dangerous yes. combination. Like when you have someone who like doesn't really understand a lot of things, mm-hmm. and it's subliminally in their back of their mind, they're racist. Mm-hmm. Maybe they their parents were racist. Maybe their you know even maybe if their mom or dad joked about something racist, it's still in the back of their mind their whole life. And then the fear kicks in, and all of a sudden that ignorance really turns into like hateful, hateful things. Didn't you say you had some students recently that like one kid was saying something racist to another kid, and you had to intervene? Like they thought it was a joke, but you told them like this isn't okay to say. Yeah, there's these two girls in my class. One girl is uh, Asian and one girl um, is not Asian. Mm-hmm. They're always kind of like playing and joking back and forth. But this one girl, like she was like laughing about it, but she kept referring to the Asian girl as a ching chong. Mm-hmm. And like she's eight years old. So, I, I, you know, I don't think she knows any better. Mm-hmm. She's probably just repeating something someone else in her life said whether it's your parents aunts uncles it's probably like one of those things where it's like oh those ching chongs and then everyone cracks up yeah so she probably picked it up like oh that's funny to say yeah and then says it like when i she first said it i kind of like i corrected her but i don't think i was like super firm about it Uh because the following week she kept saying it again really again and again and again and i'm just like so i had after class i had to pull her aside and be like hey you know that's not okay. Like that's racially offensive. And I don't think your friend likes that, but she's eight years old. So I didn't want to like take her to the principal and like put her in trouble. You like look at here. she's just repeating what she, what she's heard. So, and she probably herself thinks it's funny because that's what someone else told her. But, uh, you know, as an eight year old, you just don't understand these things and you don't understand the the hatefulness behind it. Yeah. I, I think that's a, a big part is like a lot of times when people, say racially offensive things they just don't understand like the history behind it yeah like if some like i've heard this a lot like a lot of people refer to japanese as a jap like just because it's like oh my shortening jap 
right? Japanese chat. Remember when we first started dating? (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember this? Did you call me that? No. Oh. I think, like, I didn't... So, I grew up pretty ignorant. I don't really understand, like, racial boundaries. And I didn't understand, like, different types of slurs. I didn't understand that chink was a slur. I didn't understand that gook was a slur. I don't even think I really remember Jap being a slur until I met you. And then I was like... Oh, you're German and Japanese. So I think I called you, you're like a germ Jap. (laughs) (laughs) I got in trouble for calling you that. You're like, "Uh, you can't call me that. I'm like, why? (laughs) Like, and this was me as a 20 year old. (laughs) But you think, I mean, see, that's, that's the same thing. It's just like ignorance. You don't know. And to you, it's just a word. I think when you start to understand the deeper meaning, like why does that offend someone because at one point sure it was just a word yeah but when you think about like why does that offend someone why like it like why was this said to that person's grandparents or yeah like, how did this hurt their it's family kind of like the the korean word gook how it started out as like beautiful country or whatnot and then it got turned into a racial slur for yeah. Asians. so it's like interesting how a simple word got twisted with the meaning of it yeah. Yeah. And with the word Jap, like, sure, it's it's just shortening Japanese to Jap. But then it was the way the context it was used was to basically refer to Japanese in a hateful way during World War II. Sh- yeah. Like people would write, no Japs. And mm-hmm. like, so when you say that to someone that's Japanese, you're kind of like, they think back to like the struggles their the grandparents struggles. went mm-hmm. through. And that's why that's, you know, the hate that they received. So you know, a lot for some people, racial slurs are just a word, but to other people that actually feel that like mm-hmm. his, it's, it's like history it's going like back. When people say, and I don't think, yeah, a lot of people are like, well, it's just a word. Why are you mad? Why are you offended? It's like, move on. If I'm telling you that it makes me uncomfortable, just sit with that and leave. Yeah. Why argue that it's just a word? In actuality, yes, it's just a word, but it means so much more to someone else. Yeah. That word meant somebody was going to get abused because having Japanese background. Yeah. It's like those words to some people are just words, but to people that affects it, it's like trauma, mm-hmm. like deep trauma. It's sad because it's like um, you hear this a lot and it's used across the board for many different like ethnicities, not just like minorities, but it's like you people. Um, what does that even mean? Like, Like, if you think of it, like, you people in general could be used for you people at school. But then when somebody says, like, you people need to go back to where you come from. Like, really? Is that necessary? Like, all these things that are being said right now, all this stuff that's being said to Asian people. It's like, you people need to do X, Y, and Z. I've seen videos where this lady on a, like, a subway was like going off on these Asian people because they were speaking in their native tongue. And she was like, you people need to speak English. Da, 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 da. You people this, you people that. And then it's like, why? If they're talking to each other, yeah. what is the purpose? Like, first of all, why are you listening in on my conversation? Yeah, what's your, it's none of your business. None of your business. Um, I'm not talking about you. Do I know you? No, then you don't need to know what I'm saying. Yeah. Because what if I just don't want to speak in English? What if I'm telling them that, oh, my God, I'm having massive diarrhea. I need to go and get my butt home. (laughs) But I didn't want to say it in English. 
Yeah, and most so, likely it was probably something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like seriously, what is the purpose of like making people speak a language that you understand if they're already speaking in another language? I don't understand. You could go easily, you know, spend a year and learn more languages. And this then, is true. Then no one will be talking behind your back. <laughs> yeah, this is true because I don't look Vietnamese that much when we go out. And if we're like at places, I'm like, I test you to talk about me in Vietnamese. <laughs> I'll be like, excuse you. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> Ma'am. I'll be like, go. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the other videos that I saw recently was like this lady. She was like yelling at these Asian guys on the bus or the subway, whatever it was. And she's like telling them like, go back to where you came from. I don't know what she was yelling. I kind of didn't really listen to her because ignorance like that makes me angry. So I didn't bother to listen to her. But for some reason, I was still watching the video. Mm. She had like a daughter with her who was maybe up to the age of 10. I feel like she was like eight years old, but she had to get up from her seat, go grab her mom. She's like, mom, stop, like stop mom. And then she's like, go back, sit down. And like she goes and sits down and then mom keeps going off on these guys and then the kid is like please mom please stop like comes back and like is like trying to grab her mom to like yeah. stop but then like mom's like super like violent like flailing around i'm like what is the purpose of this how are you as an adult treating people like this and then your child is over here being more mature than you to tell you don't do that yeah it's insane now it makes me wonder what that child's gonna grow up to be like yeah like how do you get past that being raised like that yeah like because now she's like at this point from the video you can tell that she was like embarrassed by her mom yeah and you can tell that she has her own morals already but now it's like well what happens yeah because it's kind of interesting like in her innocent mind she's probably like they're just guys mom leave them alone mm -hmm. <laughs> but what's gonna happen in 10 years from now what i was thinking like recently is like i grew up in a uh, predominantly white neighborhood so in my school i was one of a few asian kids mm -hmm. and so someone saying something offensive was pretty normal yeah like, someone like saying like even just like making fun of asian people or you know doing the eye thing or saying, calling me a Chinaman or a chink or something. It was pretty normal. And mm -hmm. most of the time they wouldn't get in trouble for it. Like they wouldn't get at most a slap on the wrist. That's it. But I, I remember specifically one day when I was like, probably like eight or nine years old, walking home from school and this adult in a truck drives by and just yells at me and my brother is like, uh, go back to your country, Chinaman. And we're just like, like we're eight years old. So it's like, <laughs> We're like, oh, we're not Chinese, so that doesn't bother us. <laughs> and the and it's the funniest thing is that Vince and his brothers as kids were like the cutest little things. Like they they were little and they were super cute. And we have bowl cuts. <laughs> <laughs> that probably didn't help. That did not help. Thinking back to that, like we would get racism from the kids, mm -hmm. and then some like teenagers. I remember throwing stuff at us once, calling us chinks. Mm -hmm. And what was surprising was the adult. Like, how are you as an adult going to stoop to the level to like below a child a, hate on an eight year old child? <laughs> Frills. That's like if I at this age pick on a 
eight-year-old right now. Yeah. Like, right now in this moment, like, hey, get off that bus. You don't belong here. Yeah. (laughs) For real. Because that's the voice I make when I yell at people. Since then, I thought racism decreased. I mean, I've always known it's always been there, but Mm -hmm. I thought, like, the level of racism, level that people will stoop to, was at least raised. But I was wrong. It's so sad because I feel like it's always new. Yeah. It's not new, but it's mind-blowing how much it gets renewed. And I think it's every time like there's a traumatic event, it comes back. Mm-hmm. Like when, uh, 9/11, when happened. 9-11 happened, everybody was so racist to anyone that like looked um, like Middle Eastern. Middle Eastern so in people any way, were, shape, like, or They form. were hating on Indian people. They were hating on Mexican people. They were hating on Asian people. Like anyone that slightly like look Asian people Southeast Asian people anyone mm. that slightly looked like they could be Middle Eastern yeah they would get hated on anyone that fit the description anyone everyone like I remember around uh what was that 2001 so maybe like a few years after but um I remember traveling and then we would go to the airport and then they would do their quote-unquote random checks or whatever but it was always the families that were Middle Eastern descent or looked Middle Eastern. And then what they would do sometimes is like randomly pick the people in front of them as well. So yeah. it's like I, I got picked. And then I remember I got picked, but I was right in front of them. So they also got picked. And it was like, okay, now did you really do this randomly? Yeah. Or did you do this on purpose because of the way the people behind me are dressed? Mm-hmm. Like or the way they look, it's like that's not fair. And more recently, with the the COVID nineteen situation, like I think now Asian people are being targeted the same way. Like I feel like if you were to go to a random screening where people are going to get their temperatures taken, they're going to take temperatures of all the Asian people. Okay, going into the hospital, everyone gets screened in general. But COVID nineteen literally does not discriminate. You'll yeah. get sick. You'll get sick. You'll get sick. All of you. It doesn't say you Asian, you Asian, you Asian. All of you gonna get sick. You not Asian. You ain't gonna get sick. It's okay. I won't. I'll I'll spare you. But you over here next to you, you Asian. So you gonna get sick too. No, they do not. Those little COVID nineteen little viruses do not pick and choose. They're just gonna take everyone and anyone as a host that's in front of them. It's a virus. Their goal is to survive. Their goal is to get onto the next host. Their goal is to spread as much as they can. Oh, you're not Asian. I'm not gonna spread to you is not a thing. So you know what? Be like the virus. Don't, Don't discriminate. discriminate. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the silver lining of that is be like the virus. Don't discriminate. Going back to the school scenario, I remember back when... Um, was that song? Uh, there's that song that goes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is that that I song? I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch Chinese food makes me sick. When that song came out, I remember getting so much heat from everybody. And, yes. I, and, and I mean, most of it was probably just like people poking fun or like taking jabs at Asian people. But that song was the other one. Uh, Chickity China, the Chinese chicken. You have a drumstick and your brain starts ticking. When... When those two songs came out, like, I just remember the amount of heat that, like, we got just from that. And I was just thinking, if you're in elementary school right now and you're about to go back to school, or even elementary, middle, or high school, if you're about to go back to school, 
in whatever it is, fall. Imagine the amount of heat you're going to get after this situation, after people are like blaming all Asian people for this. It's just sad because why are we blaming people? Like, honestly, the thing that I would blame the most on is not social distancing, not doing your part, not staying home. That's who I am more so blaming things towards. Yeah. Because for some of us, we have no choice, but we have to go to work and we have to interact with people. And then other people are like, let's kick it. Those are the people that we should be like, excuse you, but stay home. Yeah. You're making this virus spread. And to be honest, this is like a time when everybody is suffering in some way. So like, it's not the time to like, start pointing fingers yeah. it's like the time to like get together and like help your neighbors out it is it really is i feel like people are taking this like two extremes like one well three extremes i guess not extremes but one is just people are being normal how they normally are how they always are but they're doing their due diligence one is people are being extra kind which mm. is so nice to see people are being more nice more helpful more willing to lend a helping hand to one another, working in the community, asking their elderly neighbors if they need anything. And then the other extreme is people are irrational and yeah. being angry. And like, it's a very high stressful time. Like, I understand, like, even in the hospital, I've seen like some people, like nurses that I work with all the time, other people I work with all the time that I'm just like, oh, you're not doing well right now. I can tell by the way they snap at me or by the way they snap at somebody else. And it's like, usually you're not like that. It's understandable with the situation right now that people will be high strung. It's just the way that some people are responding Mm -hmm. is what's not okay. I've seen like people see Asian people out and then they want to go and attack them. Like Vince and I, we just have always kind of gone on walks, gone on like jogs or something like that, walk to the football stadium so we can work out or whatnot. And so that's what we always do. And in my in the back of my mind, because of all of these things that's been going on, I can't help but wonder like these cars that drive by, I'm like, is somebody going to stop and attack us? Because we see these random acts of violence all mm-hmm. the time. And I'm just like, Is someone going to stop and attack us because we're Asian and we're walking around the neighborhood? And that in some people's mind is not okay because supposedly we're carrying it. It's something that we shouldn't have to live with right now. Like we shouldn't, shouldn't, you shouldn't ever have to live in fear. But I, I know another thing that a lot of Asian people are like feeling is like this feeling of guilt and this feeling of like, I have to prove that I'm American. Yeah. Which I don't think is right. Like, cause you know, what quantifies me as an American less than you as an American? Kind of like that one story you were telling me the other day about your friend's mom. Oh yeah. Yeah. So my friend's mom is, uh, kind of similar to me. She is Japanese American. She, her grandparents immigrated here prior to world war two. When world war two hit her uncles and a lot of family members were served in the U S military fighting against Japan. And to be honest, like a lot of people back then, they were doing it to like prove their worth, to prove that like, hey, we're prove American. they're American. Yeah. Which at this time, I I don't think that's necessary for anyone mm-hmm. to ever have to do or feel like that. But that's what they did. And 
so, you know, moving forward, her family had businesses that employed lots of people, paid taxes, all these things. She's done everything she, I would think, needed to do to ever say that she's an American. But um, recently, she was just grocery shopping, and uh, someone out of nowhere just started, like, telling her to go back to where she's from and just, like, harassing her. And it was just like, why does she ever have to, like, quantify or... Any of us. Any of us had to quantify, like, why, how American we are or Mm -hmm. why we are American. Like, what gives that person the privilege to ever tell someone to go back to their country? The privilege is the color of their skin. For someone who has a background, family lineage that's been in America, fought in our war, did a lot of things, built businesses, employed people, provided financial income for Americans, why do they have to quantify how American they are and that they are allowed to stay here? What does that even mean? Yeah. I thought America was like land of the free, land of the inclusive, and land of like diversity. Yeah. Is it not? Something that like I've always questioned, like when people say, oh, I'm all American, like what does that actually mean? Like what does it mean just because you dress a certain way because you drive a certain car like would it be the same if i dressed the same way and drove the same car probably not (laughs) probably (laughs) not like what is the difference like what does one have to do to obtain all american status i don't know honestly i thought that uh, american status is being born in america taking a test to be a citizen i don't know what else like what beyond that do you need to do to me, it's like, it's culture. And I, I feel like you don't have to prove anything. This I feel like the diversity that we have, the many different ethnic backgrounds that we have within the United States is what makes us an amazing country. And yeah. I feel like you being different from me, the reason why we work is because we're able to like kind of troubleshoot different issues together. In general... Different minds think differently, which can develop and build better ideas. I think that's what the United States is known for, like innovation. Innovation. I can think of something really hard for really long. And then I talk to someone who grew up differently. They'll see it and they're like, oh, do it like this. Or how about you add this? And it's like, oh, my God, that just solved everything that I've been working on for the past 10 hours. Why didn't I talk to you earlier? And it's like literally that simple i feel like maybe out of this covid19 uh what we could learn from it is that it really doesn't discriminate and neither should we as humans discriminate against one another for anything ever for what i wear for what i eat for how i look anything you guys make sure that you be more like this virus don't get the virus don't get the virus but be like the don't virus. get the virus don't spread the virus stay home but be like the virus by not discriminating so if there's something you want to discriminate and hate on is hate on the virus be angry about it try to destroy it and you want to know how you'll destroy it do you know how washing your hands washing your hands social distancing social distancing how about we destroy this virus put all of our anger towards Making sure we stay home, making sure we wash our hands, making sure we stay healthy, stay sane, and keeping a balanced life. And rather than being mean to each other, 
check in on each other. Check in on sure each other. Make sure they're doing okay. Sometimes when people seem high strung, maybe something's going on. Maybe everything's not all right inside. So yes, rather than reacting in a negative way, react in a positive way. 